I was a kid growing up in Jersey, uh, anybody who was a hoot or really funny or something, uh, we'd call them a riot. Ladies and gents, uh, this guy's a riot in more ways than one. Bob Dylan. signs they con you into thinking you're the one that can do what's never been done that can win what's never been won meantime life outside goes on all around you this is pod dylan the show that celebrates the commercials of bob dylan one spot at a time proud member of the fire and water podcast network i'm your host of freewheeling rob kelly and joining me once again is my old pal pat butler hi pat welcome back to the show hey rob always good to be back uh <laughs> the, the the spot the commercials of bob dylan that is <laughs> that, that is an interesting introduction i i couldn't help myself yeah everybody yeah. this is a uh, very this is going to be a very special episode or unique episode we should say of pod dylan yeah. where pat and i are here to talk about the the idea that bob bob dylan as commercial pitch man yeah uh, and the, you know this is something that was inspired uh mostly by the new release or relative relatively recent release of bob dylan's uh, branded whiskey heaven's mm-hmm. door which uh, a bottle of which i have here sitting on the desk right in front of me uh, i have yep. never had this i have in oh. fact never had whiskey at all before so <laughs> i'm going to be drinking a little bit of this live on air pat i know you have a bottle in front of you as well i do i do now you you drank it right you've, you've sampled it so uh right when it came out i uh i the local you know uh liquor store i walked over and they said we can get any bottle in the country you know kind of thing and i just said to them have you heard about you know dylan just put out a a, a whiskey and they you know they said that we don't have it but we can get it for you so it was so funny i said yeah i'll, I'll take two bottles or something like that oh. and uh <laughs> they called me up a couple of weeks later and they said hey we got them come on down and I walked in and, and I, I, you know, said, OK, yeah, th- those are mine. <laughs> Charge me 150 bucks or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, OK, I guess next time I'll just get one. But uh, yeah, and I, I, I've basically been uh, I haven't cracked open one of them. Uh, I'm still working the first bottle a little bit. Uh, so that's, that was back in, oh, I don't know, beginning of the spring or summer. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> it's very I mean, are you a whiskey drinker in general? I, you know, I'm not a huge whiskey drinker, but, you know, I, I certainly, you know, I'll sample a whiskey once in a while. Um, but yeah, you know, once in a while. Yeah, I like I like a glass of whiskey like every, you know, couple of weeks or something like that. Well, OK, well, very cool. I said, well, we're, say we're here to kind of talk about Bob Dylan and the fact <laughs> that he has used his songs uh, for commercials. He himself has appeared in some commercials and we're going to talk about those. And yep. we're going to just talk about just general what we feel about Bob Dylan as a as a sort of piece of merchandise. I mean, Bob mm. Dylan, Bob Dylan is a brand now. I mean, uh, and that's something that probably he never would have thought of himself as uh, not that not until that long ago. But yeah. the, the recording industry has changed our the way that uh, our society interacts with corporations, the way we interact with brands has mm. changed. And so, you know, straight up, as, as unlikely as it might be, 78, 78 year old Bob Dylan is a brand now. He is a thing mm-hmm. that you can put on products. And, mm-hmm. it, and the idea is that it denotes a certain, I guess, authenticness, legacy, mm-hmm. and old-timey sort of values. And that is, yep. you know, that is, for better or for worse, on sale. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can buy it. So before we start here, I'm going to open this bottle here of Heaven's <laughs> <Okay>. Door. <laughs> <Same> here. <laughs> 
There we go. And yep. I have my shot glass here, so I'm just going to pour a little bit. And like I said, I tiny, might have... Tiny shot glass, right, Rob? <laughs> yeah, I got a shot glass. I might embarrass myself live on air by coughing <laughs> or something, but people are just going to have to tolerate this. So, all right, everybody. So I am going to... Uh, uh, I'm going to I'm going to drink this here live on the air. So, all right, everybody. So, uh, salute. Salute. Okay. Woo. Woo. All right. Oh, woo. All right. Bernie. So uh, <laughs> the bottle I have, I have the... Um, Tennessee bourbon uh, brand of Heaven's Door. Did you? Yep. And it's got a little. Um, it comes with a little card, and it's got a yep. picture of Bob there in his in his suit and his cane. So in, what, in the library there, you know what's easy. in the library? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, so what? So Pat, like, what do you? I mean, what do we think about this? What do we think about Bob putting his name and 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 his song? I mean, clearly Heaven's Door. Obviously, we're we're marketing it. Right. directly from what do you think about this of this of him sort of selling part of his artistic legacy to sell whiskey i mean what are your thoughts about that so that that's a great question because I'll, I'll say when i guess if i was if this was this if this was 1994 i might have been more outraged i, I don't know upset <laughs> okay but this is 2019 and i think i'm just so past all of that kind of stuff because like you said it's a lot you know, there is a certain kind of he is a brand. He is a he is a kind of product now outside the music. And, um, you know, in some ways, I think it's kind of on brand, as they say. Right. I mean, he <laughs> he seems like that picture, you know, well, we should talk. Let's just right. the picture is really cool. It's a great uh, shot of him. Yeah, it's a great shot. It it seems so dylan you know, like it's definitely and I'm sure, I, you know, I don't know for a second if he's ever even had this stuff, but I love the metalwork of the bottle. I think the bottle is awesome. Yeah, the and, artistic, the design of this thing is of this yeah. piece is it's a beautiful bottle. No doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. So I guess I just I think it's I think it's fine. You know, I mean, I think you're right. I think it's it's really hard for musicians all across the board. You know, I mean, he's probably an exception just because he's so famous, etc. But you know, I think he, he's, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to keep those revenue streams going. Nobody really buys albums anymore. You know, I don't know how much the public, you know, I'm sure he still makes a lot of money on on the tour. I mean, he obviously makes a lot of money on tours, but, you know, it's just a, it's another way for him to kind of keep the Dylan mythos alive and out there. And, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess overall I'm, I'm kind of fine with it, but I definitely think it's, if you would say, you know, if this was 1966 or 76 or even 86, I think there might have been more of a... Um, feeling of like oh geez you know mm -hmm. um but i don't know I, I don't think that i think you're right i think we interact with corporations differently now i think a lot of stuff has changed so much that uh i think he kind of you know in a way it, it, you know i'm sure he maybe he knows these guys or something and that's the you know he likes it enough that he's willing to put his name on it and um you know it keeps him out there and people are talking about it um, but let me ask you this. What do you, what do you think of the actual taste of the stuff? <laughs> I, I mean, I liked it. Like I said, I've literally never had whiskey before, so oh, I don't, okay. I don't, I don't have anything really to compare it to. It certainly tasted yeah. nice. I mean, I'm sure that people that are whiskey experts, you know, have their yeah. opinions about, and I've read some reviews about, uh, yeah. the, the, from people that are experts saying, oh, it's, you know, this version, this, uh, this type is a little better. This is a little, the taste is this or that. I mean, so yeah. it's funny you mentioned about 1994. Cause I mean, 
of course, right around in the in the eighties, you know, Eric Clapton was doing uh, commercials oh, yeah. for 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 Budweiser or something. Some, that was some, it, yeah. Some beer, and then of course Neil Young released that song. Uh, uh, <laughs> this notes for you. <laughs> they had this notes for you, which was an you know an absolute dagger right at people like Eric Clapton for saying, you know, you're selling out your material, you're selling out, right. and then that was a. There was a real line in the sand back then. And I will say, like you, and if this had been 1994 and I heard that Bob was starting to sell his commer- his songs for commercials, I probably would have been a little like, oh, you know, what, Bob, Bob, what you doing? And and the fact that back then he hadn't done that, I right. was like, well, Bob's a superior than to, to you cheap hacks that do this, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you've, we've had to get used to it over time. I mean, the, the first time I can really remember this being a big deal was mm-hmm. right around that time where he sold the times they are a change in yep. to an accounting firm. Yes. And, you know, holy geez, did, you know, I mean, I hate to use it, but okay, Boomer. I mean, boy, the crowd, <laughs> they really got, the, the, that crowd really got upset. And I yep. I remembered hearing about it, and I even heard the commercial, and I kind of went, yeah, that's a little, that's a little cheap that it's, yep. you know, okay. But at the same time, I was like, does it ruin the song for me? No, right. it doesn't. You know, I can yeah. listen to the song, and, and it didn't, it, it, I was like, you know, it doesn't make the song any less to me. Now, I do remember um, years ago, many years ago, back when uh, back when the the later with Bob Costas show was was on, mm. which is still one of my favorite shows. I quote from it on different podcasts all the time. Oh, cool. John, John Mellencamp was on, and they asked mm. him about selling his songs, and he said that he didn't want to do that because he thought it cheapened them. And he said it talked about that he heard the song "Revolution," the Beatles' "Revolution" mm-hmm. in an ad, and he said that his kids were like. I thought that song was like a like a like a you know like a big deal. And now I just hear it on a commercial, and that made him kind of go, "Oh man, I'll, I have to make sure never mm-hmm. to sell my songs." And then, of course, John John Mellencamp did that exact thing in the yeah. two thousands. He started doing ads, and then he was yep. interviewed about it, and he said, "Well." He said, uh, I have to tell you, he said, the car com- the car company has has kept their word to me a lot better than my record company ever did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, okay then. You know, yeah. I mean, in, 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 a, in a changing landscape where, of course, John Mellencamp or Bob Dylan or Neil Young or Eric Clapton, they're not going to get heard on the radio. Nobody's playing them no. anymore. Right. I could see they have to try a different way of accessing people. And so, you know, that was that first commercial. And then the big one, the one that was really like a head scratcher was, of course, the Lovesick commercial. With Victoria's Bob, Secret. Victoria's Secret, where not only are they using the song, Bob Dylan is in the commercial. Which is the commercial, like, walking around with like flowing uh, uh, curtains off windows. <laughs> it was like the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. I was like. What does he do? I mean, he must have had a good day, you know. I mean, I can't. Women, but I wow. can't imagine what it's like to direct Bob Dylan in a commercial. Like how that, yeah. how weird is that going to be? Now, the thing that that was again, that was one of those where I just kind of, I kind of, you know, scratch my head, like, well, all right. I mean, I guess. So. Yep. But the thing that I will say that I liked about that was that they were using a new song. Like yeah, they were using "Lovesick." They were using something brand, new. and it was like to me, it like okay, it. it Bob's still creating work. It's not they're just using the same six songs from the 60s or whatever. But, I mean, I don't know. I I guess like you, it's like I guess I could get upset over it, but Mm. I just kind of didn't. I just went, well, I I go back and listen to the music, and I say, has the music been corrupted? Does does the music sound like he's selling out? No. Uh, Do the concerts sound like, you know, is he he shilling for, for, you know, Chrysler on stage? No, he's not. No. So okay, it, so I, I think it 
it is kind of like, yeah, I, this is something where I'm like, I, on paper, I should be really upset about all this, but I just, I don't know. I'm just kind of not, I'm like, all right, that's, he's, he's clearly realizing he wants to get his name out there in ways and in, in avenues that he can't get it in in, through the traditional radio or whatever, the traditional recording avenue. So he's going to go do this. So, okay. I mean, I don't know. What did you think about that ad when you saw it? The, the Victoria's Secret yeah, one? Yeah, the Victoria's Secret one. I, I, I mean, at the time, yeah, I kind of, I think that may have been when I started to turn over this leaf of saying, this is kind of how it is now for all these people, you know? Right. Um, I remember, I, I, I told, I feel like, did it, was it played during the Grammys or something, the year he won for Time Out? I can't remember, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it was that. I think it was a little bit after that, but it was played, okay. it was a big deal. I remember it was, a, yeah. it was played during like a big event or something. Yeah, maybe it was the Super Bowl or something. I don't know, but it was, it was really, yeah, that totally scratched my head because, one, he, like, doesn't really, like, move his mouth or – you know, he's just kind of, like, walking around. Right, right, right. He's wearing his old-timey uh, blood-in-my-eyes, you know, suit. And um, <laughs> and it was just, like – and it also was, like, Victoria's Secret. So I think that that kind of made me think, like, what? What's the connection between Bob Dylan and – you know, where – like, so this whiskey, I kind of see it. I feel like Bob – like, I've always said this. Bob is very into, like, old America, old Amer- the weird old America – you know, I feel like whiskey, you know, there's a million folk songs about whiskey drinking and yeah, things, yeah, yeah. you know, so this feels very like, OK, I get him wanting to do something like that. Victoria's Secret and that insurance. I remember the insurance one was a big deal. And those didn't seem particularly connected. You know, I mean, it, it just I, I agree with you, though. I did think it was cool. It was lovesick, which is one of my favorite tracks. And so it was like, well, that's cool. And that's different. You know, it's not they weren't using the the. the uh, stereotypical like oh it's a bob dylan. there's only five bob dylan songs it's got to be one of these six you know mm-hmm. they were using a, a newer more interesting song plus you know it's victoria's secret which is like selling lingerie <laughs> and this song is about like i'm sick of love you know i wish i never met you so I, I was like are they trying to like do some kind of contrast but i guess i just thought it was like a head scratcher because it just didn't seem like something he would be you know involved in but you know like Camp said i'm sure victoria's secret paid him a lot of money and he probably said, sure, you know, and it was just, it was a weird ad though. Cause he's very weird in it. You know, he's not like doing anything. He's just kind of standing there. So, yeah, I mean, he's not, I mean, it, it does seem to suggest like, okay, you're, you're trying to sell lingerie, uh, to men and to women. And then, yeah. so you're going to put, you know, uh, crepuscular Bob Dylan in, in a yeah. thing. I mean, like, it seemed kind of a weird take. And I, I, and, and you mentioned the weird old America, and that really segues perfectly into the other ad that Bob has. Well, he's been in two others, but the one I'm yep. thinking of was, of course, the one for Chrysler. Yeah. Uh, where, and that's, that's, that's an extensive ad. First of all, that did run during the Super Bowl. They that, they made a big, yeah, they made a big deal about that. It was, it's two minutes long. He's in yep. it, you know, and not only is he in it, I mean, you see him literally reciting the copy. He's, yep. you know, he talks about, you know, let, uh, let uh, Japan build your phones and let, uh, you know, whatever, Switzerland build your watches, let America yep. build your cars. And it's, it's selling. I mean, the whole commercial is selling America. There's, there's shots of American flags and people, there's someone yep. getting a tattoo of the, we can do it woman, Rosie, the riveter. I mean, yep. it is, it is straight up selling Americana and that, you know, I, I watched that and again, I mean, the, there's a line in it that's like, there's nothing more America than America, nothing more American than America, which is like, what is that even? That's, that's like, there's, there's no success like failure and failure is no success at all. Like, it's just like kind of like gibberish a little bit. Um, but I mean that I, I, I watched that one again and we're going to play the audio to that at the end of the show. Like, I wonder, what did you think of that ad? Because that is, 
I mean, I have my issues with with you know the car companies. You know what I mean? It, to me, it's like they they've done just as much bad as they have done good. And I don't know if I don't know how I feel about Bob Dylan putting himself to sell gas guzzling, you know, yeah. environment destroying cars. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I mean, how did you feel about that one? Well, I will tell you, at the time, I thought it was awesome. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> ad. I mean, it's beautiful looking. Great ad. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause it, it, it summed up a lot about what I love about Bob, you know what I mean? It had like a, you know, all those images and stuff felt like, like you said, like just very, oh yeah, that's Bob caught, you know, he's not like Bruce and Springsteen he doesn't write a lot of songs about cars or anything, but right. you know, he, it was just like the, the flag and him driving. And I just thought it was all very cool, you know, but, um, you know, to be honest, I, I think I'm on the same page as you. I was like, what? <laughs> like. The car companies are like terrible and we're like, you know, taxpayers are like bailing them out. I mean, it's just like crazy, uh, you know, so I guess it, in a way I'm kind of like, eh, kind of wish he didn't do that one. But at the end of the day, I do think it's a very cool ad and I think they did a great job kind of incorporating him into it and the kind of images that, you know, you would associate in a way with with kind of Bob, you know. So, yeah, I, I, I that one of all of them, I would say I was the I was like the least happy about in a sense because I was like, you know. Bob, Bob is authentic and he is this, he is a legend, you know, and, and he's so great. And it's like, why are you going to like to shill for these people? You know, like you're so cool. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if he was doing like the, the, the car that doesn't gas guzzle, you know, maybe I'd be. Yeah. Mad. Right. Yeah. Right. If he was doing right. A, a, you know, a, a eco-friendly car, I'd be like, all right, yeah. cool. But it just, and again, I don't know whether that, I don't know how Bob feels about that. Obviously Bob spends a lot of time in motor vehicles, crisscrossing from, from one corner of the planet to the other and stuff. So maybe, he does it, and you know, I, I keep I keep bringing it back to to other musicians, but I can't help it because it just occurs to me again. And then, not God, again, another clip from the Bob Costas show was I, I yeah. saw an interview many years ago with Bob Seeger, okay. and and Bob Seeger is from Detroit. He's from yeah. an auto you know background, and yeah. he had never licensed his songs ever, and then apparently. Um, the car, uh, the one of the uh, whoever does the I guess Chrysler, it was Chrysler. They did the like a rock ad. They oh, apparently yeah. took his song without asking him and put mm-hmm. it on, put it as the music to a commercial and tested it, and it and went through the roof. Like people were like, "Oh my god, this commercial is great!" Yeah. And they they ran it by him, and they said, "Look, you know, this is getting a great response. We'd love to use your song." And he still said, "No, no, 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 I, I don't want to." And then he said he was in a bar one night with his girlfriend and a guy comes in who was like an auto worker and said, went up to him and he said, the guy was nice to me, but he went up to me and he said something like, Hey man, you know, like why don't, I know you're from around here. Why don't you like do an ad for us and help us out? And, and, and Bob Seeger was sort of like, well, all right, maybe I, these are my people. Maybe these are the people that buy the tickets to my show. Yeah. Maybe I should do that. And then he went and sold the song. And of course that, that song, that commercial with the like a rock played, ad infinitum for like five years it was a huge thing so it's like Seeger kind of took it as almost like this was his this was his effort to help the working man by Mm. using his material to get attention for Chrysler and so I kind of looked at and said well okay that seems like a reasonable way to look at it I don't know if that's how Bob looks at it again it's I am uncomfortable with car car companies using Americana to sell their product because I feel that it's dishonest. Yeah. And again, yeah. I do have a little bit of like, yeah, I don't know about Bob being in this at the same time, at the very least, the commercial is very stylish. I mean, it fits oh, yeah. in perfectly. He's like this, this figure, this auto, like not autumnal, like legendary 
figure mm-hmm. just like striding America in that yep. black coat and like you know it's just it is an amazing ad I have to say it's 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 I mean of all of them it's like I said it's it's probably my favorite like ad you know yeah. like as a film kind of thing it's just the coolest but um you know the actual product itself that it's selling I'm like that's just not something I'm, I'm with you on that you know I just feel I'm not a you know I mean I have to drive and something we all do right, right? but it's like uh auto companies really like in a way you're kind of like geez that's that seems like the strangest thing in a song you know what i mean like i feel like bob there's like a million songs about the oil men and the the company you know yeah 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 doing man but again super cool ad one of my favorites i remember watching it when it was on that super bowl and just being like you know it just made me be like bob is so cool (laughs) (laughs) but then i think about it and i'm like oh my god really yeah yeah a little bit that one i'm with you that's that's like Eh, great ad, but kind of like Bob, you should you, you should use your superpowers for something good. <laughs> <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. Exactly. So, exactly. And then the, the other ad that Bob has been in, of course, was the ad for IBM Watch, Watson, uh, the the Microsoft uh, product, yep. and that ad I really like a lot because it's funny. I love that like it's really fun. It's so funny to see old timey Bob Dylan interact with sort of modern technology and yep. the fact that it is sort of like plays up on his history where the, the, the little program is like saying, uh, you know, love fades. And Bob's like, sounds about right. I was like, that's great. Like to me, that's very Dylan esque. That's a very funny. Ad. And boy, he looks great in it. Like he got those yeah. baby blues. Like it just, it's a real, again, it's a really sharp looking ad. I just got the guitar, you yeah. know, he's like, he looks so cool. And I did love that because it was like, well, you know what, in a way that's, pretty accurate right mm-hmm. like that's what bob dylan's songs are kind of about and um you know that felt like so that was cool because it was like first off he looks cool right yeah he's sitting there you know and it's just like and then they do that and your your lyrics can basically summed up as this and he's like well that's you know and it's like mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> you know like and i was thinking to myself i was like how, I mean, it was scary, too, because I was like, well, IBM Watson kind of nails what I've been trying to say about Bob Dylan for for 25 years. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but I, I, I did like that one a lot, too, um, just because I, I think it was just and it's only like a minute, you know. But yeah, it's a short clip. That, yeah. Yeah. That's a really, really cool one. Um, do you think yeah. that do you think that any of these ads? Do, what do you think that they're aimed at? Do you think they're aimed at people who don't know who he is and are because it's like I don't it, like if a young like if 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 this ad if that ad plays for a twenty year old and a twenty year old doesn't know who Bob Dylan not to say that all twenty year olds don't or whatever you know what I mean but if if you're aimed like I'm not sure who they're who they're trying to appeal to is it is it Bob Dylan fans and they think that people are then going to transpose their feelings about Bob and his level Mm. of authenticity to the product. I mean, is that exactly what they're selling or are they trying to sell? Are they trying to reorganize, re re sort of refit their product to match what? you know what I mean? Like I, like the same thing with Victoria's secret. Like I'm not sure what, what does IBM gain from being associated with Bob Dylan other than I guess, again, authenticity, I guess. So I, 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 yeah, well, I think two things, I think one, I think a lot of people in that business and I mean, advertising, there's still a lot of people that like, okay, boomer, you know, there's still a lot of boomers, right. Or people like maybe are closer to our age, but still we grew up knowing Bob, like Bob Dylan was a legend when I was a kid, you know, it was already like Bob Dylan is the greatest American songwriter of the 20th century, you know, like, 
he was he was just such a you know a, a kind of un, a godlike figure and i think you know and i think for even younger people there's still a kind of sense of like okay that's bob dylan like they may not like his music or listen to his music but they kind of know who he is right so i think by 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 definition like one i think a lot of advertisers want to work with him because it's fulfilling their own kind of bob dylan you know it'd be like when i was 12 years old and blonde on blonde came out it was the greatest thing in the world and then like I, you know, if, I mean, if I worked in those kind of places and they were like, we're doing an ad with Bob, I'd be like, absolutely. Oh doing- man. Can I be at that shoot? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, I would, I would fall all over myself to do that. But I also do agree with you. I think that, I think he stands for something. He's so original, you know, and he's so authentic and he's so himself and, you know, and he, and let's be clear. I mean, there isn't a ton of ads he's done, right? No, no. So it's not like he's not a Kardashian, you know, he's not, <laughs> he's not out there doing every single product and telling you to buy, you know, I mean, when he does something, it's, he either feels something about it or I'm sure, like I said, there's a lot of money behind it, but I think that there is a certain kind, he's selective. And I think that that, so I think it's a mix. If they can get Dylan, companies have to think to themselves, well, you know, Dylan doesn't do a ton of this. So it's going to send a message and people are going to talk about it. Right. That's the other thing. Like if you put Bob Dylan in your ad, Look at us. I mean, it's been 20 years since it was a Victoria's Secret ad, and it's been mm-hmm. five years since that uh, that car ad. You know, it's people are going to talk about it for years and years. You know, it's just a he is so there's very few people in the world, in the globe that can have that kind of power. And he's one of them, you know. So, um, yeah, I think they're trying to tap into a certain sense of like, here's an original. Here's something new, different, inter- you know, and look who we got. Like this guy likes it. I mean, this is the this is the man that's been the coolest person on the planet for 70 70 years you know what I mean? mm-hmm. since, he, since before he was famous he was the coolest guy you know so um yeah that, that tennessee bourbon's hitting me now i'm scared <laughs> uh, well i was about to say but we're going to move on to talking about the prox so i'm going to take another I'm take another shot yeah. at it so uh, all right everybody again salute salute ah woo. okay <laughs> wow all right um so the heaven's door product i mean like uh, and and now I mean he's not only again not only is he attaching one of his most famous songs to its name he's there's another uh, you can buy another a version of a 26 year aged whiskey and yep. it's called the bootleg series <laughs> I mean so I mean they, they he is they are straight up strip mining uh, the 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 song catalog for this yeah. product and again it's like do you it's like I wish I had – well, no, I've had two shots of whiskey in me, so I guess I shouldn't expect a lot of coherence. <laughs> yeah, give me I'm the not, keys, Rob. Give me the keys. Yeah, I'm not, co- I'm not coherent on my best days, let alone uh, when I've had two yeah. whiskey shots in me. But um, I don't know. Like when that when it first came out, what were your thoughts about it when you first heard that he was literally going to put his name on a product, which is a whole other level of yeah. advertising? Yeah, I guess because, I, again, I, 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 um, I just think with, like to me whiskey is kind of this old thing. You know, it's the way it's made is like it's old fashioned, you know, it's yeah, he barrel. sings copper kettle on self-portrait for Pete's sakes. Right. Right. And 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 there's and there's a lot of um, I don't know. We should have one of these days we should look at look through the lyrics. I bet you there's a bunch of whiskey references. And <laughs> I, you know, to me, I don't I know it's not in there, but like Rosemary, Lily Rosemary and the Jagger Hearts feels like a whiskey song. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it feels like the people in the in the theater that night are drinking whiskey, you know? And, yeah. And, yeah. I and agree. so. I guess when he kind of when I when I saw he was doing this, like I said, my first thought was like, well, I have to get that. You know, I mean, that was so I guess he won me over on this one. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't want to go out and buy a Cadillac or whatever. Or right. A car, but right. Right. Definitely wanted to get this. And um, but, yeah, it, it was really weird because I was like, this is like his 
his, you know what I mean? This is something that he sells, you know, this is on BobDylan.com. This is like a, it's got its own tab on his website next to songs, tour, news, whiskey. It's like they're they're making a big deal about it. Yeah. So I guess I just thought it was, I mean, I kind of thought it was cool. And I mean, whiskey is, you know, a very, you know, potent product. I, again, I, I just think that the, the fact that it's kind of a, a, and he's, I mean, it was funny too. Do you remember like, it was like when they put out the press release, it was all like, well, I've, I've had an, an opportunity to sample some of the best whiskeys in the world or something and, <laughs> and all this. And I was like, really, Bob? Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> oh, like, you know, you imagine being at the Jameson factory in Dublin and like Bob Dylan walked in. Um, so I just thought it was, I thought this at least felt like more kind of on, you know, and you and I, uh, both know too. Like right now, there's there's kind of a movement, you know, craft beer breweries, just, you know, like people trying to kind of do like those old methods of making, you know, uh, drinks and food, and, um, and that just feels very like that's something that Bob Dylan would be into, you know, yeah. that kind of yep. craft, make it yourself kind of thing. So I kind of felt like it wasn't like he was going into business with like a major corporate. I mean, I don't think so. It sounds like these, this is kind of a small company, but what do I know? But, um, so I just thought it was kind of cool. I just thought it was really cool. And and then I saw the bottle and I, I love the little booklet, you know, that you buy with it. And <laughs> I just think, I, I don't know. I really dig it. I, I mean, again, I, I probably won't touch this thing again for like six weeks, but you know, I was like, this is cool. And, and Bob is cool. And this bottle is gorgeous. And then to find out that this is a, I guess a version of his metal work that he does, you know, right, we that, know that he does that on the side. He does metal work, so yeah, yeah. But that's what you know what I mean. I feel like guys who are really into like making their own beer and making their own whiskey do metal work, you know. And they're like, I built my own house, and <laughs> you know, there's like that whole kind of thing. And I was like, well, that feels very like Bob Dylan-y, you know. Like Bob's really into like, yeah, I, I played the you know guitar and and I learned all these old old folk songs. I don't, you know, I'm not I'm not into this new like technology type thing, which is why the IBM thing was a little off in a way. But it's right. still cool ad, but. You know, yeah, I just I, I thought it was cool. I, I, I like it. I think of all of the things, if he's going to put his name on something like like and and then we're going to talk about the, the, the ultimate, the most recent. Uh, I'm putting my name on something. Uh, the Rolling Thunder, like clothes or whatever. Yeah, well, I was about to mention the yeah. There's now a there's now a, a Rolling Thunder brand of 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 clothing. And again, it's like I'm kind of a little like, well, where does I mean, I don't know. Like, where does it end? I mean, like, how much? I mean, that's. I mean, what did you think about that? What would you think about that? About about, uh, well, by, you know, with having a clothing brand. I thought that was weird. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> to me, it's. I mean, I love. I actually, well, we should talk about the movie some other time. Uh, but uh, I, you know, I was like, what? Like that? See, that to me is like that's not cool and interesting. You know, that's like that's definitely getting into like I want this at the Gap. Um, right. Plus, I was looking at it, and I was like, who in the hell is wearing that, like, in 2019? Like, you know, I'm not wearing that to work, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> uh, that, but that that was just, like, I was like, okay, but that's, like, a small little thing. I mean, I, but, you know, it does make you kind of wonder, in a way, I guess it, it's, Bob Dylan's one of the richest musicians ever, you know, he's obviously incredibly successful. I, you know, you and I adore him, we think he's just the greatest. It must be, you know, people are like, hey, you know, at some point, Bob Dylan's not going to be in this world, and don't oh, don't say that, Pat. What's the matter? I know, I know, but maybe there's also a sense of like if we get products out there and people, you know, start to buy this stuff, it keeps revenues coming in and money coming in. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I mean, we've talked about this. Like, I think he's very family conscious. I think he really wants to make sure his kids and grandkids are all set. 
and oh god i would think they would have to be at this point jeez i i think so but you know i think you know who knows i mean uh, you just never know you know i mean we're we always think these guys have so much more money than they really do in a lot of ways so maybe that's the thing maybe he's thinking like well if i get my name on this clothing line and then it becomes something big or whatever you know yeah. that you know down the road it, it, it could you know it could make sure that my great-great-grandson goes to college you know right. i don't know. right i so, do want to i do want to mention I, I i have a thought about the rolling thunder clothes but before we get off whiskey okay. uh, i do want to say bob mentions whiskey in no less than six songs uh of his uh there's okay. med- and, not, and and that's not even covering that's not even counting the covers of copper kettle and moonshiner but he mentions whiskey in shot of love He's the shot mm-hmm. of whiskey at Colorado Irons Bound. The whiskey's in the jar. Waiting yep. for you. The whiskey's flying. Nettie Moore, they say a whiskey will kill you. Blind Willie McTell, bootlegged whiskey in his That's hand. That's right. Bootlegged whiskey. I bootlegged whiskey. And then got to serve somebody. You might like to drink whiskey. You might like to drink milk. So it's certainly <laughs> a beverage that shows up a lot in his songs. No doubt about that. Um, but regarding the rolling, and but at the end, uh, my girlfriend and I went to the the t shirt kiosk, you know, to yeah. buy something. And there's a bunch of shirts. Now there was, you know, your typical Bob Dylan tour shirts. But then there's a bunch of shirts that are branded Rolling Thunder Review, mm. and it and it has like art from the Rolling Thunder Review. And so I will admit, I thought one of the ones that was there had this rainbow color design. It was my favorite, so that was the one I bought. Uh, cool. Or I should say, my girlfriend bought it for me. Um, but I did have a slight hesitation of like, what is it cool that we're selling tour shirts long past when that tour doesn't exist? Like, does this just become grist for the mill? Like it just becomes Mm. another product. It's one thing if you have a Rolling Thunder review tour shirt from the top, from the show you went to see, right. you know, but it's another thing is like, well, now if you're making brand new Rolling Thunder review shirts, does it just become like it, it's not? It's no longer like a big deal anymore. It's just oh, it's just another label you can slap on a shirt and somebody can wear, and they might not even know. And I, you know, I don't want to be a gatekeeper. I'm never want to be a gatekeeper to anybody in anything. Right. But at the same time, it's like, is somebody going to wear a, a Rolling Thunder review shirt and have no clue what that it even means? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Does that matter? I mean. Well, to us it does, right? Because the Rolling Thunder Review, when I was growing up, was a very special event. Right, right. You know, that I missed, I was not even It looms large in his history. Yeah, and it was like, it was like, oh, like, you know, people who got to see these shows, it was a, it was a, it was a series of shows that were just so incredible and, you know, kind of brought back a certain spirit and, you know, and obviously everyone who was involved with it still talks about it as like a really special time. And it seems weird to like make that like a product. Yeah. You know, like you can't sell a special time. Right. You know? Yeah. That's the time. It happened then. You know, so I guess ooh, that's, like that's Ultimont. You know, like, oh, great. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Um, so, I mean, and I, yeah, I, I guess I guess I just didn't uh, to me, like clothing is like, like I said, like something that like these new kind of Instagram stars push, you know, mm-hmm. and it feels weird for like my favorite songwriter to do that. <laughs> you know, like. That's just not something he should do. Like, again, the whiskey thing, I kind of, I see some connections, but clothes, clothes. I mean, I, and I, I think I know the shirt you're talking about, and I think I may have ordered that for myself for Christmas. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, I didn't really, I don't know. That, that again, I'm not going to knock him for doing it, because at this point, it's like, you know, he, he's done everything. So what do I care? But it just feel like that's not, that's not Bob. That, that, when I buy a Bob Dylan thing, it's because it's because I have all these associations with him. Right. And, I don't associate – I'm not like, hey, Bob Dylan's sectorial style is really something I want to emulate or something. You know what I mean? Like 
I just feel like that's a different, that just seems like that seems more producty, you know? Right. Right. But I mean, at the same time, it's, it's funny. I was having this discussion on Twitter a couple of months ago, right around when Avengers Endgame came out and we were, me and a bunch of other guys were debating like, yeah. should Marvel retire Iron Man and Captain America? Like those actors, like should, should Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans be done? And mm. should the character, like you can bring Iron Man back, but it would be a different, a different character as Iron Man, or should you recast? Like, could you, you know, in 20 right. years, redo the okay. Avengers movies and have a new right. guy playing Tony Stark? And I was of the opinion, no, 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 don't recast. Just, like, let Iron Man have a beginning, middle, and end and move on. But then right. someone else pointed something out where they said, yeah, but then you're saying that only people of a certain age get to have the Tony Stark Iron Man. Like, mm. And I was like, well, that was an interesting... I hadn't thought of it that way. And, and I was like, yeah, that... I happen to be lucky enough to be born at a time where Bob Dylan exists, where I get to go and see him. You know, Correct. I am on the planet at the same time as him. And in, in yep. terms of the, the in, in the history of humankind, that's a tiny, tiny window. And I'm very, very lucky that I'm here at the same time. But am I denying a potential fan uh, 20 years from now who might be somebody who digs out all these old records and goes, wow, this music's really cool. Oh, cool. I can have a, a Rolling Thunder Review t-shirt mm. because I love the Rolling Thunder Review even though I wasn't there. Like, am right. I denying that person that just because they weren't born the same time as me? And I don't, I don't like that feeling either. I don't want to deny anybody anything if they love it. So yeah. this, I, I feel a little weird about it, but at the same time, it's like, you know what? If you happen to, like, tw- I mean... I, if I could find like an FDR, like reelect FDR 1944 t-shirt, if those existed, I would buy one because I would want to say something about who I am, even yeah. though I wasn't there. So, yeah. I, you know, it's like I feel a little weird about it. But at the same time, I go, yeah, but I mean, it does keep Bob Dylan become like once he does pass into history, yeah. it, right. it keeps that him alive in some way forever, not just with the music. And I'm like, well, that's a good thing. So, you know, I. I wish that when this episode I could come to some conclusion one way or the other, but I guess with, with Bob, uh, you know, ambiguity is the thing and that's what we're going to have to settle for is this kind of like, yeah, sometimes we're a little, maybe not, but other things we're okay on. Uh, and so it's kind of like, well, all right. And you have to just, at certain point, you just have to accept it exists. It's out there. You know, the heaven's door whiskey is out there. I own a bottle. You own two bottles. And you know, did it, did it, did Bob Dylan, the, the fact that Bob Dylan shills for stuff, enter my mind at all when I saw him in concert? Not for one moment. Not for, yeah. not for one moment. Never. He's still the same guy. He's still yeah. this authentic, legendary figure singing songs of a peerless quality. And it doesn't matter that he spent a little bit of his time shilling for Victoria's Secret, I guess. And let's, and let's keep in mind, too. I mean, a lot of this came much, much like. You know, like Bob Dylan didn't burst onto the scene shilling for Heaven's Door. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it was mm-hmm. he he started out as this thing and, and he was doing like he was smart enough to recognize, like, I built up so much goodwill, yeah. you know, and I've done so much. You know, this all came much, much later in his life and career. And you're right. It doesn't I mean, Love Sick is still a powerful song. It doesn't right. you know, I mean, I guess if you're one of those people that can't unhear something when you see an image, you know what I mean? Maybe it's hard for you to hear. But like. I still I still remember listening to that on the CD on a subway, you know, <laughs> at this 17 or whatever and, and and being so knocked out. So for me it's like the Victoria's Secret ad doesn't really play into it, you know. I mm-hmm. so and 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 you're right. The music is the music and you know, there's just so much great music that, you know, Bob Dylan's Pitchman is 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 like I said, it's 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 those associations that you you're throwing onto it, you know, when you're seeing the the ad or whatever. Let me just ask 
in terms of actual and not not covers, but actual Bob Dylan songs and ads, "Man and Me," "I Want You," you know what I mean? How do you feel about that? You know, when when actual Bob Dylan recordings are being used in ads in uh, you know in the last couple of years? You know, it, I mean, there's so much of it now. It bothers yeah. me less and less because I just look at it like, well, it's part of the fabric of of the world now. You know, these songs. Yeah. I mean, they just exist. I mean. By, you know, they use the Forever Young was the song or the opening credits to the to the show Parenthood, you know, for like seven yeah. seasons. And every yeah. time we watch that episode, I, I enjoyed hearing the song. I was like, oh, yeah, yep. I love this song. So, yeah, I mean, it it I don't know. Like I said, it, I, I guess it should bother me if, if I go by my own sort of standards, but it just kind of doesn't. I just say, well, you know, I still love the song. Like, I mean, I, yeah, I've heard I Want You in commercials, but when I play that song in my car, I love it just as much as I ever have. And it just I doesn't, I don't think about the products. I don't think about it. And yeah. maybe that, maybe the, 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 the advertisers would be unhappy about that, but that's too bad <laughs> to suck it, Don Draper. I don't really care. It's the song is the song is the song. Yeah. I, I, I feel the same way. And actually in some ways I'm, I'm kind of like, well, at least they're using Bob's version. You know what I mean? Which that's is like, true. Bob's- yeah. For me, is always a superior version in a lot of ways. I don't. There's not a ton of Bob Dylan covers that I'm really like. That's better. Mm. Um, but you know, I, I, I you know, I, again, I grew up listening to these songs, you know, in a different context because I would listen to them, you know, on tape, CD, you know, vinyl, whatever. And I grew up with these records, and really, you know, obviously, my father is a huge, massive guy into Dylan too. So I associate the songs with like, and the next cut is this, and you know, yep, yep, and. When I hear them in an ad, sometimes I'm a little like, oh, oh, and then I, but of course, you know, part of me is like, wait, is that, is that, is that the man of me? <laughs> you know? But I'm never, but I don't ever, and I guess this is just our own, you and I are both kind of of a certain generation. It's like, well, I'm not, I'm not like, oh, now I'm going to go buy this product. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah, no, not for one moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm really glad that Bob Dylan's music is out there and yep. people are hearing yes. it. Yes. And if it's, if it's in an ad, I guess, yeah, again, in 2019. But I also think that, you know, we also live in an era now where, like, it doesn't really matter, right? Because things have changed. People are going to discover this stuff and fall in love with it the same way you and I did. And they're going to love it the same way, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's not because of an ad. And it's not going to diminish anything about the quality of it. And, you know, like I said, I think he's also been very smart and very selective. And like I said, like, if I had, if I was working at, if I was working at Victoria's Secret <laughs> that day, and they were like, "We're doing a shoot with a songwriter," I would have been like, "I'm there." Yeah, like, that would have been amazing. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. Like, so absolutely. Well, like I said, that's again, we, we come at this kind of like, yeah, there's some good, some bad, but that's that sort of life. And I said, if I'm happy to get Bob's music out there, it, you know, I will say if Bob is listening, and I'm sure he is, uh, if there's a product line he wants, I really want a line of Bob Dylan action figures. That is what I want. I want the '60s Bob, '70s Bob, '80s. You know, there's all the different Bobs. I want that. I want the you know a little proof of purchase I can mail in to like you know I don't know get like a the, the band or something the mail away figures. I mean that's really what. <laughs> really, what I want, Bob. So, so think about that. That's, that's all I'm asking. So, I want, uh, I want the, uh, the 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 front cover of Empire Burlesque as an action figure. Yeah. Oh God. Yes, with that jacket. <laughs> oh, it'd be fantastic. Oh, 
little sound chips in them, like those Simpsons. That'd be great. All right, we could go on forever about this kind of now. Now that we're now that we've opened the door to Bob Dylan products, there's all sorts of stuff that Pat and I would want. So anyway, Pat, thank you so much for stopping by again. I know that in between now and when this episode is going to air, you will have seen Bob live again. So well, I am saying to you, I hope you enjoy it. I know you will, uh, and it's been very. I'm I'm excited to hear what you think about the show because it's it's just so exciting when we get to see Bob again. You know, every know. year or whatever. So anyway, thank you so much for stopping by. I always you know I love talking to you. All right. Thank you, Rob. All right. Take it easy, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Of course, if you want to support the network, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash fwpodcasts. Uh, you can get uh, various uh, rewards, and one of which is to be name-checked on a show of your choice. And so I have to thank Robert Ward and another donor who chooses to remain masked and anonymous. Thank you so much for your support. You can find back episodes of the show on our website, firewaterpodcast.com. And we're always talking Bob over on Twitter at pod underscore Dylan. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will see you later. Bye. Is there anything more American than America? Cause you can't import original. You can't fake true cool. You can't duplicate legacy. Because what Detroit created was a first and became an inspiration to the rest of the world. Yeah, Detroit made cars and cars made America. Making the best, making the finest, takes conviction. And you can't import the heart and soul of every man and woman working on the line. You can search the world over for the finer things, but you won't find a match for the American road and the creatures that live on it. Because we believe in the zoom and the roar and the thrust. And when it's made here, it's made with the one thing you can't import from anywhere else. American pride. So let Germany brew your beer. Let Switzerland make your watch. Let Asia assemble your phone. We will build your car. Things are changing.